you're in the right place. The place where you can learn to improve your health and achieve wellness naturally. You're in the right place. This is Naturally Speaking, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Hello and welcome in once again to Naturally Speaking. You've got us, the Institute of Natural Health, here guiding your health concerns, health questions, and hopefully answering some of those questions for you. Uh, in studio is myself, Dr. Seth Gerlach. We've got Dr. T.J. Williams and Miss Erin Flynn. Uh, at the Institute of Natural Health, we are an integrative health and wellness clinic, meaning we have different kinds of doctors that all focus on every single case that comes in the door. And that's kind of abnormal in today's healthcare world. Normally, people go to the doctor and they wait about an hour and then they get into their doctor's room or their nurse brings you in and the doctor comes in for about three, three and a half minutes, uh, writes on a pad and leaves. And that's pretty much the extent of health care uh, that we get today, which is erroneous, and we're trying to flip that on its head. It's erroneous. It, it is. It is on, erroneous. On all, on all counts. <laughs> yes. So at the Institute of Natural Health, we spend time with people. We get to know them. Uh, we figure out what's going on with them, and that's and one of the biggest ways we do that is testing. We're going to talk about testing today, the different kinds of testing we do and why, and why it's so important to do that. Before we jump in, I'll do a quick introduction. I'm Dr. Seth Gerlach. I uh, uh, I'm a doctor of chiropractic, and I have a diplomate in internal diagnosis, which is just a fancy way of saying I went to school for an extra three years after my doctorate to learn more about the body, how to treat the body, how to diagnose, uh, and how to get people well. Uh, I was really sick as a child. I was on handfuls of medications, saw dozens of doctors, was in all kinds of pain, abdominal pain. I had migraines, vertigo. It was just not a not a pretty picture. So all that kind of drove me away from conventional medicine and uh, and looking and searching for a new, better way to health. And when I found that, I, I fell in love and I haven't looked back since. So I'm here to tell my story and help others do the same. Dr. T.J. Williams is with us. He's also a doctor of chiropractic. He has a Ph.D. in kinesiology, physiology, and he also has a diplomate um, in internal diagnosis. Dr. T.J. teaches and lectures all over the country to doctors on how to treat cardiovascular disease and immune problems. He's always doing research and finding out the new best thing. So he's a great person to have on your side doing research and really figuring out what is wrong with you and how to really fix it. And, of course, we've got Miss Erin Flynn. She tries to keep us in check, especially Dr. T.J., because if you've listened to the show, you know he can go a little crazy sometimes. I, I might get out of control once in a great while. So Erin's here from a patient perspective also. She'll, she'll be asking questions, hopefully, that you would ask, and she'll help drive the conversation today. So you guys ready to roll? Yes. yes. I, I, Let's do it. We've, Dr. T.J. and I found this article just uh, – was this, this week, I think, so we're looking at it here. It's called Why Alternative Health is Booming. We wanted to kind of talk about this first because it's pretty interesting. And this says that the alternative health industry is a $30 billion a year industry and growing, which is awesome. Yes. And we love to see that growing. And this says that over 60 million Americans spend money on alternative health, which is also growing. And... There's also – this article includes studies and all kinds of stuff. We'll put this uh, on our website and maybe on our, our Facebook page. I'm sorry. Uh, it also says that a study here says the um, American health system is the third highest cause of preventable death in the U.S. Whoa. Crazy. Third Do highest 
cause, the system itself. So are we talking like hospitals, doctors? Well, let me see here. It kind of breaks it down a little bit. So basically, in a nutshell, what it's saying is, without him breaking it down or while he's reading, is that Americans are sick and tired of status quo with health care. They're sick of it. People come to our office all the time, and they're sick and tired of not getting answers. They, they ask us all the time, how come my doctors did not explain this to me? How come my doctors told, didn't tell me this? How come this makes so much more sense? We get it, people. We completely get it. Yep. And those are the ones who are lucky enough to get to the point or have enough information to know that there is another way to do it. Because think, I mean, you've got all of these people, you know, who are dying for preventable reasons, you know, caused by the healthcare system. They never learned that there was another way of doing something. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be amazed at the number of people that come into the clinic that they're just tired of seeing how their parents are treated. Right. And they're like, this isn't working for my mom. My mom's on 15 medications or 18 medications. I think the highest we've seen in the clinic is almost 30, um, like 28, 29, something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's insane. But, I mean, at some point you have to ask yourself, is, is this really truly working? Uh, I, I, I'm baffled. I'm completely baffled and, and grateful that people are finally starting to wake up that, you know what, there may be a different way that works much easier and is, works better. Yeah, it's funny you're talking about prescriptions because we have people come in all the time and they hand us a list of prescriptions. You know, it's a full page long, and we're like, oh, my goodness, this this is not going to be good. Um, but it says here in this paper, uh, seniors age 65 to 69 take an average of 14 prescriptions per year. Uh, 80 to 84-year-olds take 18 prescriptions per year. That's insane. Wow. wow. That's really, really high. And, and and here's another one. That I, I printed this off just on the way over here, so I'm the only one with a copy. This this one is from the Henry Kaiser Family Foundation, and it's the time for the time frame is for 2015, and it's retail prescription drugs filled at pharmacies, ages zero to 18. So our youngsters out there are filling four prescriptions a year. Mm. People age 19 to 64 are filling 12.6 prescriptions per year. That's one prescription a month. And then people over the age of 65 are filling 27 prescriptions per year. It's unbelievable. On average. So that was me this year. And this thing breaks it down per state. Really? So we we can look right here in Missouri. Right here in Missouri, we are actually, believe it or not, we're below the average. um, 3.7 Prescriptions for ages zero to eighteen and people over the age of sixty-five are at twenty-three point one. So we're actually below the average of prescriptions, but still we're at twenty-three prescriptions. That's wild. So that was me, uh, the zero to eighteen range. Because when I was in high school, I remember I took I think maybe four, four different prescriptions at one time every single day. Yeah, every yeah. single day. Wow. Because uh, you know I had a, a, a medicine for the migraines and then one to prevent migraines and then one for vertigo and then one for pain and it was just insane right at some point you're like you know what this isn't working right and And luckily you wised up and figured that out yeah i mean thank god aaron's got her hand up over here well i just think that kind of leads us to what we were going to talk about today which is how you guys look at patients and figure out what is going on what testing you do that isn't done by conventional doctors yeah Yeah. Awesome, Aaron. Um, You want to jump into that right when we come back on the other side of this break? 
Sounds good. All right. You're listening to Naturally Speaking on the Big 550 KTRS. There really is a better way to live. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking from the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking, everyone. Today we are talking about the importance of testing and testing to see how healthy you are, um, testing to see what's broken and how to fix it. Um, So before we went to break, we were talking about this article. It was actually kind of interesting called Why Alternative Health is Booming. We'll put that on the Facebook page. It's got a lot of good information in there. Uh, Let's dive in. Let's talk about, uh, so we do a lot of different testing in our clinic And a lot of this is much different than you would see from a standard conventional doctor or like what they would run. Uh, When you usually go to a conventional doctor and you say, I have this symptom, they say, okay, let's run uh, test A that uh, checks for symptom A. Okay, so they run a very, very small piece of the puzzle to see just if they can figure out what's wrong with that. Let's say you come in... um, um, I'm tired and I'm, I'm overweight. They say, you probably have a thyroid problem. Let's check your TSH and then we'll be good. Well, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on in the body unless you get a full picture. I tell people it's kind of this. It's trying to like, it's kind of like trying to put a hundred piece puzzle together. If you only have two or three of the pieces to the puzzle, that's a pretty good analogy there. See, you can't do it unless, unless you have all of the pieces to the puzzle, you can't put the puzzle together to find out what's wrong. Right. And I think, I get the reasoning um, that doctors would have where, okay, we test, you know, three of 100 pieces because, you know, maybe the majority of the time this will be what's wrong. I think they're trying to save money. I think they are too, but even getting giving them the benefit of the doubt, my thought is I don't want to be, you know, risking the fact that I might not be in the majority and there might be something else wrong because I think a lot of people go in – they, you know, run a few tests and say, well, you're fine. And that might give you peace of mind for a while. It's not going to take away the problem and you're not going to get any better. So you just, I think a lot of times quit trying to find the answer until you get worse. And then that's, you bring up a good point. We actually have a, a patient in the office that's working with us right now and bless her heart. Uh, she's a nurse uh, for one of the uh, large institutions in this uh, town and she's been doing lots and lots of, of research. She's been trying to figure out. She's been telling her doctors over and over and over again, I believe I have a thyroid problem. I believe I have a thyroid problem. I believe I have a thyroid problem. And they run one little piece of the thyroid puzzle. And for those of you out there with thyroid issues or think you have thyroid issues, there are a lot of pieces, lot a lot of pieces to the puzzle. You have to look at them all just because, you know, Someone runs a TSH, and most of you out there are familiar with that. It's thyroid-stimulating hormone. They run that to, to check for thyroid function. It's not even a thyroid hormone. It's actually a brain hormone that's telling the thyroid how hard to work. And her TSH was normal. But guess what? We finally just said, you know what? There, I think there is something there. And we ran the full picture, and we found out she had raging autoimmune thyroid disease. She's like, I don't know how long I've had this. It's probably been years. And I likely agree with that. Because she'd been telling them, something is wrong, something is wrong, something is wrong, and no one listens. I mean, she's just beating her head against the wall. We figured out what the problem was, figured out a plan to address it, and she's feeling amazing. And what's crazy 
is she's complained about like retaining weight and 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 having some issues and she just dumped all this weight in just a matter of a of a couple of weeks and she's she looks better she feels better she has a little more energy she's still tired because she's a nurse and for all you nurses out there that are listening i i know you work long hours and work really hard so and i thank you for what you do but yes. at the same time you know you've got to be functioning properly to be able to withstand those 10 and 12 hour days and those long shifts and not getting the bathroom breaks that you need and not getting to eat and and things that are just necessary. So, I mean, that's just one. And I think that has to be really frustrating. I mean, being a nurse and thinking, you know, you know something's wrong and being yeah. told that, you know. Oh, she's one of our favorite patients because we can actually speak the language to her because she understands. Right. She gets it. We can we can use the medical terminology and she 100% follows. And she's like, how come no one figured this out before? I, I don't have an answer for that. Right. And All I, just, I know is we found it. I just think if a nurse can't get the right answers, then how is someone like me who doesn't know much about medicine going to get the right answers? Because that's a, that's a great I, question. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the system <laughs> come, is broken. Come and see us. Well, that's how you do it. Well, and I mean, you know, as far as the thyroid antibodies, I had basically the same problem. I mean, I had my TSH checked like. 20 times in a matter of years. And, you know, doctors were telling me, look, we have checked it. Basically, you know, we've kind of tried to pacify you by running it again. You are still fine. Basically, quit complaining. And then, I don't remember, my the antibodies were off the chart. Um, And I just thought, again, it's frustrating because why did no one she, she's here and volunteering the information they were so high that they actually the the devices that they used to measure them stop re- registering them at a certain level both of her antibodies for thyroid function were beyond measurement they were greater than the maximum value folks i mean this was <laughs> crazy this was beyond raging autoimmune disease that we were dealing with here this thyroid condition was completely out of control but she didn't fit the mold did you Aaron you don't no. fit the, you don't fit the typical the typical mold of what someone with a thyroid condition well, the only reason, is and looks like. The only reason they were even checking the TSH was because they thought that I was hyperthyroid because I had lost so much weight, which ended up was not my issue at all. But that would not have made me tired. So it was just kind of, I think, you know, it was hard to even get them to run that test. And then that's all. I didn't even know there were other tests to run. So I just thought, well. Um, it's a lot of frustration coming out of this area. <laughs> there is a lot of frustration. <laughs> and I think there are so many people who are in the same boat. Plus, even those who have TSH levels that come back as abnormal then are put on a prescription and may not actually be getting the problem fixed. Right. So yeah, and I'd say from TJC what you think here, but people that usually come into us are either A, frustrated, or B, lost. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, and with that frustration comes a big old chunk of anger because a lot yeah, of them so are really angry yeah. that they haven't been able to figure out what's going on. Well, and I think probably especially after they figure out that, wait, there was an actual problem because you get to the point where people are just saying, no, you're fine. And I think women especially, because I just I hear this more from women, 
after, you know, after they've had kids or as they're getting older and they're gaining weight, they don't have any energy. And then doctors are saying basically, you know, well, you need to eat more, eat better and sleep more and and exercise. And when they are so tired, they can barely function. Right. Which then, you know, a lot of times they put that on themselves. And when they eventually find out that, oh, wait, I did actually have a problem. It's extremely frustrating because a lot of people are doing their best to, you know, try to eat right and sleep as much as they should and are still having these issues. And that's probably because there's something else going on. Yep. And to give you guys a point of reference, if you're not understanding thyroid, TSH, antibodies. So 90% of people with hypothyroid, it's an autoimmune problem. It's not a thyroid problem. So their immune system has gone haywire and it's attacking the thyroid. But ironically, no one checks for that. Right. I, I still don't get that. Right. And we, we just we talked about this the other day in the clinic. We, we kind of chuckled. We finally had our first person yeah. in months, literally in months, who did not first have. Of the year. Yeah, maybe the first. Yeah, at least the first of the year. Yeah. Um, that did not have autoimmune hypothyroidism. Yeah. They actually just had low functioning thyroid. This yep. is going to be a super easy solution to this. Yep. But it's the first one. And it's all insane year. to think that that many people have this issue and it's not being tested. Right. Yeah. It's I crazy. Mean, yeah, we yeah. have we have uh I mean, we've had many women that come in, they've been on thyroid medications for decades sometimes, but they've never checked to see if it's autoimmune thyroid. So, right. we run it, we check it. Boom, we know it's autoimmune thyroid. You fix the gut, you know, fix the immune system, balance the whole body. You don't need the medications because it's not a thyroid problem. Right, right. If you and then, fix the problem, and then we get, get this, we get the glorious part of of starting to walk someone off of their thyroid medication, and they, you know, this is a long process. It's not a oh well, you don't need your medication. No, that's not that's not the case. And that's not what we're saying. We're saying that yeah, you don't need it, but we're gonna it's gonna take us a long time to get you toward the point to the point where you don't need it anymore. Yeah, and not only are we running more and different tests than standard doctors would, we're running predictive tests. So we're not waiting for someone to get diabetes to start working on blood sugar. Right. You know, that's the stuff we test along the way to make sure you're not going in that direction so we can turn the ship around easier. Right. And I think, you know, I, I don't want to keep harping on the thyroid, but I do have one more thing to say about the thyroid. <laughs> she, but it's... She's, a, she's still angry about this thyroid <laughs> issue that they missed. Well, it's, uh, you know... um Kind of the same as Seth's point that you could find these things out earlier. Um, when I was having, you know, so much fatigue and thought there was a thyroid issue and was told my TSH was fine, um, I kept wanting them to run other tests. And finally, the doctor, my primary care doctor said, the only time you can get those run is I think maybe sometimes an OBGYN would do it for like fertility testing, but no one else is going to run that. So that's, I went to my OBGYN and said, can you run this? And she was like, I mean, I guess, again, like pulling teeth to get anyone to run a test. And, uh, well, it came back and actually she told me I was fine. But then later when I had another doctor look at it, they said, um, actually, and actually this may have been you guys that looked at it, uh, looked at it and said at that time, you know, your my TSH had come back as normal, but my, is it T3 that's the end? Yep. Um, my T3 was so low that it was basically I was a train wreck waiting to happen. And so to look at these labs years later when I was a train wreck at that point, I mean, it was just frustrating because 
they could have fixed it. We're, um, we're, we're going to go ahead and take credit for finding that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take the credit for that. Well, and I mean, <laughs> and I do think it, I mean, you know, gosh, there's so much at this point that you guys have put together. Um, but it was, you know, I went years, even after having the test, and no one had bothered to tell me that this, you know, the test that I actually had had run showed that I was on the path to have a really big problem. Right. For the most part, for those of you out there just tuning in, listening with these blood labs, the the normal medical reference ranges that are utilized encompass, for the most part, not every test is like this, but really close, about 95% of the population are, is going to fall inside that category. Well, I know 100% that 95% of the population is not healthy and well. In fact, I would argue to say that 95% of the population is unwell, Could especially be. the since we have 66% of the population that's overweight. Yep. Those people that are overweight are just automatically not well. Yep. So I, one in two heart disease, one in three autoimmune. Yeah. The numbers are just insane. Right. And I think, you know, uh, you make a good point because I know that's supposed to be my role on here is to make things <laughs> um, relatable. Uh, TJ's picking up your slack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yep. Um, <laughs> Doc, Dr. Aaron today. Yep. But I think that, you know, like TSH range is something and I may be off on this, um, like 0.4 to 4. And I was way high on the TSH, but within normal. So they said, you're fine. And then the T3 that it's supposed to convert to, I was really low, but within normal, the medical ranges. And so that's how you get doctors saying everything is fine when clearly it's not, it's not working perfectly. So, yeah, but I know there are a lot more tests that you guys run that we need to move on to. All right, Aaron, breathe. You did great. <laughs> deep breath. Deep breath. Dr. Aaron has had to take a break yes. right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So if any of you out there are really frustrated, sick of where you're at, think something's wrong with you, something like that, give us a call. See if we can help you out. See if we can walk you through it. Our phone number is 314-293-8123. Or you can find us on our website at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. We're right here in St. Louis, and uh, we'd love to walk you through that. Stick with us on the other side of this break. We'll talk about more testing. You're listening to Naturally Speaking. You're in the right place. You're listening to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking. The show that teaches you how to achieve wellness naturally on KTRS. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking. You've got the Institute of Natural Health there. I am Dr. Seth Gerlach, and with Dr. T.J. Williams and Miss Erin Flynn. Uh, so at the Institute of Natural Health, we practice something called functional medicine. It's a new way of thinking about healthcare. It is, instead of focusing on symptoms and pills, it's focusing on the person and the system. So if you can give the body what it needs and take out what it doesn't need, people tend to get better and pretty quickly. And this is, it's preventative, it's proactive, and it's personalized medicine. So we're really excited about getting patients well and sharing this with everyone. And we were just talking about blood labs and other different kinds of lab testing we do and how all these tests are really personalized and they're proactive. Um, so we talked about blood labs a little bit, but sometimes blood labs is not the gold standard for a problem. We usually do blood labs on people because it gives us a good basis of, you know, what's going on in their different organ systems, where they're at, you know, how the liver and kidneys are functioning, thyroid, blood sugar, how your immune system looks, things like that. Sometimes if we're looking at something like hormones, there could be other tests that are more accurate. 
So we use something called a Dutch test. Dr. TJ, you want to talk about what a Dutch test is and what we're looking for? Sure. So a Dutch test is stands for Dried Urine Test for Comprehensive Hormones. And so when we look at hormones, if we test hormones just in the blood, what we're getting is we're getting a measurement of that hormone level at that particular second in the blood. But that's not really representative of what's going on with your hormones throughout the day. Hormones go up and go down throughout the day, and some of them are going up at certain times and others are coming down at certain times. And for women out there, different hormones are at different levels during different days of your cycle. So having ha- using blood as a, as a standard by which to, to measure hormones isn't necessarily ideal. However, the dried urine test for comprehensive hormones, or the Dutch test, is a much more accurate way of looking at hormones. It's a, it's, it's a urine test. You take it home, you collect urine for a full 24 hours, and then you send it off to the, to the lab. And so what they're doing is at different times of the day, there's, you're sampling this urine, and the, the lab is able to, to track what's going on with your hormones throughout the day because we're measuring some metabolites, like how your body processes these hormones through. And in our clinic, we often find issues with with hormone metabolism and converting one hormone into the next, or we have way too many hormones that are involved with stress. Things like cortisol can be super high. And other things like sex hormones may be really low. And so there's a lot of things that go on in converting one hormone into the next and and moving down down the train. And we're able to figure out where in the whole process is there a break. And then we're able to address that issue to help all of the hormones function better. It helps level things out and balance things in a way that most people haven't really experienced before. So we find it's very helpful for people that have been on hormone replacement therapy because what we find is hormone replacement therapy works great until it doesn't. And then when it doesn't, Whoa. I mean, we just had someone in here, uh, it's been a month or two ago now. I'm, I'm not 100% on, on time frame. It wasn't too awful long ago. It was short enough that I remember. Very they, good. They, they're, they're, they're laughing at me <laughs> because I, sometimes I don't remember exactly. I have chart syndrome if it's not right in front of me. But this lady had been on uh, hormone replacement therapy for years, and it had been four full years since she had last had her hormones checked. And when we ran the test... Everything was off the chart, and she wondered why she felt bad. She knew immediately, oh, yeah, this is probably why. And so we started to work with her to, to help bring that all back into check. Um, we, you know, that's, just, that's just how we go about things. We want to we nudge people back to health. We've we got to get them out of the, out of the uh, danger zone and, and back in the, okay, I can function and, and live my life day to day. Out of the shark-filled water? Yes, out of the shark-filled water. That's exactly what we I was we, <laughs> we draw this out on the board for people. If you don't know, it's uh, it's a cliff analogy, and uh, it's kind of like the blood work we were talking about. We want people to be on top of the cliff, but if they're trending away from disease, they go down the cliffs towards the edge, and if you're sick or you're diseased, you're falling in the water. Yeah, and then, and then Seth likes to draw sharks in the water. It's scary. <laughs> they're, they're adorable. And by sharks, I mean he puts little fins because Seth's not that good of an artist. I'm not. My handwriting's pretty <laughs> terrible, too. Oh, don't even get us started. <laughs> so back to the point of, but it's not to test is to guess. So like the doctors, they didn't run this lady's hormones for four years, 
and just had her on hormone replacement therapy, not knowing what was going on in the body. They didn't run any sort of hormone tests? Nothing. Wow. Nothing. She had no lab work. She told us, I haven't been to this doctor in four years. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I guess I was thinking... I've never, I hadn't heard of the Dutch test before, well, until recently, because I have had it done, and I think this is one of the few that I came back okay. I mean, right. I, I just got it recently, so I was pretty much already know I was well, but I mean- She's I, proud of herself, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I, don't, I, did, I have not had that many tests that came back, you know, as I'm doing well. So yes, I am very proud of this, but I had never heard of it. So you saying that she hadn't been tested, I thought, well, it makes sense that, you know, she hadn't had this test done because i I'm guessing most people haven't heard of it, but to hear that they hadn't even done any testing is just sounds crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, uh, earlier this week, I actually met with a compounding pharmacist. He's a great guy. He's a pharmacy out of uh, Kansas. I, I forget what city, Wichita, I believe. And we were talking and we were talking about utilizing hormone replacement therapy. And he asked me, a pharmacist asked me, do you guys do a Dutch test? And I said, yeah, we run that all the time. And he said, that's fantastic. What do you see? And I joked, and I wasn't really sure what he was, what kind of answer he was looking for, so I just told him. I'm like, well, we see people that are on hormone replacement therapy that they're, all their metabolites are off the chart and they feel like crap. And he just kind of chuckled, and he asked, uh, you know, well, do you know what they're taking? I'm like, yeah, we know what they're taking. They tell us. I said, it really oftentimes seems like the dosages are pretty high. I said, you know, they... It, it seems to me like people may need a high dose at the very beginning to get going, but then that dosage needs to, to drop off and, and settle down. And he agreed, and he thinks that a lot of people are getting hormone repla- that are getting hormone replacement therapy are receiving entirely too much for too long. He thinks that some of these people need a kickstart, but then after that they need to be monitored on an almost monthly basis, according to him, and watch to see what happens to get these things in optimal ranges and then keep them there. He's like, it's really easy to keep someone there. And I agree. The key is just getting them there. And when everything is you know, full throttle, it's hard to let off the gas and, and not have them feel like crap for a little while, even worse than they already do. Right. And it sounds like the key is to keeping them there is testing yeah. and actually making sure that the levels are where you want them to be. Yeah. We yeah. have we have protocols in our office for testing. I mean, it's it's. At least the the once we get someone settled in, we're testing them three times a year. Once we get them settled to where they need to be with what's going on, it's three times a year for testing for that. We have to monitor because as we age, our requirements and things change. We never know if someone has a death in their family or they lose a loved one. That just throws their hormones all out of whack. It's those their stress goes sky high. I mean, anyone's stress happens like that. It throws everything else out of whack. And right. So we have to keep an eye on it so it doesn't get too far out of control for too long. And that makes sense. I mean, that, um, you know, so many things can happen that would affect it. And I'm sure not just with hormones, but, you know, I mean, and not just with prescriptions, but taking supplements, you may not need a supplement anymore. You may need more of something. I would think that right. the testing is going to help with all of that instead of just testing once and then assuming that it's fixed and you're fine. Right. Because yeah. that doesn't work. Nope. Nope. We've seen that over and over again. Yeah. So some of the people that could benefit from getting hormones checked would be someone you know, they're struggling with mood swings or they can't lose weight or they're really fatigued. Maybe they've got infertility or menopausal symptoms, things like that, where you're like, I just don't feel right, you know? Are these normally women, or do men have issues with this as well? Men have issues with it as well, but men have a bigger bigger problem with dealing with their emotions. And so 
if you got a guy that's like angry all the time, they're going to have some hormonal issues going on. Yeah. Well, we have a couple and they're trying to get pregnant and we tested both of them and they were both really different. Right. Which is interesting. And the guy, he he is something is stressing him so much that we're talking to him next week, but we have to figure out what's stressing him because his stress hormones are through the roof. And when that happens, your sex hormones, like your testosterones, your estrogens, thing like that, they plummet. So you can't. That's the way nature made us, or God made us. So if you're really super stressed, you're in no situation to be having a kid, right? Right, so right. That's and that because that that's that's not stressful at all. Right, right. A kid. No, <laughs> that's not stressful. But we also have another lady. We tested her. She came and she's like, I'm just fatigued all the time, and we've been doing other stuff with her, and she's made huge, huge improvements. But she's like, I'm just still kind of tired. So we tested her hormones, and she's burned up all through her stress hormones. She has. About zero left. Yeah, right. They, they're flatlined. Yeah. The, the the graph it just has her across the bottom. Like it's it's <laughs> is not good. It's it's terrible. Yeah. And and you know, I asked her a couple of very pointed questions, and I'm not going to divulge what I asked, but I mean, she looked at me and literally just said, "How did you know that?" Yeah, it's again diving deep and figuring out what the problem is because right. if we never address that. What her stressor was, she's going to continue on this road, continue to be fatigued, hormones out of whack forever until something hit the fan and then where it's just boom. Right. You know. Well, and I think it's interesting because it sounds like, and I know we've talked about this before on the show, that there is such a close tie between what's going on physically and what's going on emotionally. And while, of course, emotional can affect physical, it can make you sick, but also I'm guessing things that are going on physically can affect you emotionally. That's and right. So it, you know, they really go together. But luckily, physical, you're able to test. And so it's a lot easier, I would think, to say, okay, let's fix this. And then you may feel better emotionally as well. And remember, there's there's a third component to that physical and emotional. There's a chemical and I think that's maybe what you were actually referring to was the chemical well, components being out. Of, oh. well, you, you played <laughs> one last, last segment. segment. Yes. You played one last segment. Yes. So, huh? She got me there, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now I'm almost did. speechless. She um, did. So th- there are three components here, and so we have to make sure that all three components—the chemical, the structural, and the emotional—are all functioning well. And when that happens, that's when pure health can happen. Great so. point. Great point. And I want to talk more about uh, a couple other tests that we run in our office that are really cool, really unique. Um, and if you're wondering about your hormones too, check out, again, check out our website at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. Give us a call. We'll chit-chat about your hormones. Um, someone probably needs to test them to really figure out what's going on. All right, so stick with us. This is Naturally Speaking on the Big 550 KTRS. <laughs> a better way to live. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking from the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Hello and welcome back to Naturally Speaking with the Institute of Natural Health. I'm Dr. Seth Gerlach and with Dr. TJ Williams and Miss Erin Flynn. And I think Erin has something to say, ladies and gentlemen, so buckle up. Well, I knew that we... don't we... know what it is. We, we don't know. She said uh, over the break, she's like, I got something I want to talk about, and I'm not telling you what it is. <laughs> I didn't so. say I wouldn't tell you. I just, well, um, oh, I thought about this before the break, because you had made the point that there is emotional, chemical, and physical. And 
It reminded me of something, Dr. TJ, that you had told me before and I think is interesting because from my understanding, you were, I mean, I know you have your PhD in physiology and you've been working as a chiropractor and we're working with athletes and, you know, we're helping them with the physical. And then when you moved into working with the general population, you started realizing that the adjustments and the things that had worked with these elite athletes weren't sticking with the normal population. And so that's when you decided to continue your education and get the uh, diplomate and internal diagnosis. And I think I just, that I think that's interesting to me that it's the physical is so important, but it may not even work if you don't have the chemical component. Wow. She went back into the recesses of yeah. of of me and, and, and what I've done in the past. Yes, that's true. I used to be a team chiropractor for the University of Arkansas. I traveled the country treating all these athletes and fixing structural problems and working with athletes. Their, their physiology is different. I mean, it's just it takes a special kind of person to run a sub four minute mile. It takes a special kind of person to jump eight feet in the air or 30 feet in, in distance and, and run as fast as they do. And, you know, the adjustments were, were great for that. But what I exactly what you said, what I started noticing was that when I got back into general population, when I when I decided I was not going to do the sports chiropractic stuff anymore and wanted to get back into general health and wellness that I was seeing the same people getting uh, adjusting the same spots over and over and over and over again and it just it didn't make sense I started asking questions like why why are we doing this why why is it the same thing over and over again and don't get me wrong an adjustment is a fantastic thing I, I completely believe in it I get adjusted on a regular basis I adjust patients at the office on a regular basis but the chemical component, what's going on with your physiology? How healthy are you? Do you get enough of your B vitamins? Do you get enough vitamin C? Do you have enough vitamin D? Do you eat enough protein? Do you limit the sugars the way you're supposed to? Are you doing all of the right things to make your blood as healthy as it can possibly be so your cells can be as healthy as they can possibly be? If you're not, you're going to have those same problems over and over again. And then when I really started diving into this and doing this, we start helping people with their food sensitivities and their, their cholesterol that's out of control and their, their myeloperoxidase that's sky high and all these other things that we run tests on in our, in our clinic. And we watch people say, yeah, you know what? I, uh, I never talked about this, but I used to have knee pain and my knees don't hurt anymore. And I used to have uh, low back pain and that doesn't happen anymore. I used to wake up five times a night and I, I'm able to sleep through the night now. The, as as we change the, the chemical, wow, all this structure stuff starts fixing itself as well. So it's just, it's a beautiful thing, and I feel that we can help a lot of people, and it doesn't hurt to come in and sit down and talk to us. If you have questions, make an appointment. Sit down, spend two hours with us, let us figure out if, we, if there's something that we can do to help you, because chances are we can. That's just the way it is. We can help. Right. So, and two hours of your life is uh, worth it to, you know, come in and at least figure it out. Right. And know that, you know, you somebody may have missed something somewhere along the line. So if you're out there listening and you're curious, call us 314-293-8123. Go to our website, theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. 
see what you're missing. Let us help you find the answers that you've been looking for. Until next week, this is Dr. TJ with the Institute of Natural Health. This has been Naturally Speaking, the show that helps you improve your lifestyle naturally. Naturally Speaking. For more information about the Institute of Natural Health or this show, contact them online at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com.